Last time on Dice Funk. I am gonna mind connect with my my new Sprout, my little my little flying pig friend. Mm-hmm. Look through their eyes, get them to fly up real high, and see if there's anyone coming our way with a vehicle that we could hijack that isn't part of a forty-plus person convoy. Ah, that's a good move. So a very, very Mad Max, I would say, uh, cart that's sort of uh, oddly shaped and, like, very haphazardly put together. Much too big and also, like, has, like, just, like, random shit sticking off of it. Uh, but before, uh, as you sort of see that silhouette emerging, the first thing that you would probably see is an animal that's sort of, uh, like, kind of pulling it, kind of just helping. Uh, it is um, a pegasus, but it's also got uh, just regular bird legs uh, uh, and then also pulling the like uh, help helping pulling the cart and like you know sort of giving some moral support to the to the uh, Pegasus like uh, is is a is a pretty big dude uh, I would describe as having like uh, he's got sort of like a cloak on and um, uh, uh, 710 uh, is, uh, is a Goliath and oh my is, god uh, yeah whoa my name is little boy justice <laughs> <laughs> uh, my teacher, uh, uh, Dark Justice, sent me ahead of him to construct his Justice Mobile in town. I assume I've been and I've been tracking him ever since. I assume you are his fellow sidekicks. <laughs> F- well, so first of all, yeah, I, I don't really want to go by Big Justice either. That's also, I mean, my name's. My name's Korvok. Uh, you just you just call me that. Um, <laughs> it was way cooler the whole time. Why? Hey, Korvok. <laughs> uh, Cor- I'm Korvok Greenwielder, and I I mean, you. That's you, like you, a but, sick name. Yeah, that's, that's a really, really sick cool dude. name, bro. Master Vimble fucking said, like was always like it would, said it was lame, it was stupid, and he said that yes, okay, sure, he was going to like ruthlessly like extract all the resources, but said that I could set up like a sort of nice like little community garden that like you know sort of students could get involved in. It'd be nice in the corner, you know. Hey, Peter. Um, kind of bad news. Uh, looks like Zana's arrived. Um, she's battling with Sprinkles, and um. <sighs> Yeah, also your um, ham sack got way cuter, but um... Spores up there, you say? Uh, Jid has been, been looking out for spores for a while. That is uh, a certain someone's speciality weather. Uh-huh. Juniper, do you want to try and climb this cliff? Or are we okay to go in this tunnel? Uh, Ju- Juniper is going to try and find, like, a plant that seems like it would have, like, a large root network. Um... If there's any kind of plant that might have roots that go up to the top of, of this mile-high thing, maybe. Uh, in the hopes of going, any chance you can let me know if there's a cool bird lady around up there? And you are immediately bombarded by visions of darkness and blood and screaming. And you see people being hacked apart and just unending gore being painted on cave walls and just bones rattling down tunnel hallways and falling into the abyss. And you see an axe and you see a hundred eyes peeking out from some inky blackness. And you are just like repelled physically from the roots and fall to the ground. So Ray, go into the cave? Those, those plots are not chill. I saw a spark against the dark, and we erupt, but it's a slow burn. 
I take a chance We start to dance Can't see enough To know to turn around The sound of a bonfire Carries over fences Titillates the senses We can feel the heat A chill wind is pushing burning down we're up on fire I keep putting in I keep putting in we're up on fire I keep putting in I keep putting in I've started growing mushrooms ooh yeah I'm excited about it well I mean you have to do something with all those dead bodies might as well make them <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's not unlike that in that the mushrooms I'm growing, pink oysters, feed on coffee grounds. So I finally have something to do with my coffee grounds instead of just uh, tipping them out. That's also the good good choice of mushroom. That's a good mushroom. Thank you. I, I'm going to try some lion's mane next, and if uh, that'll work well, get more exotic with it. Fuck yeah. Uh-huh. Ooh. So, last we left the adventure, uh, the party reached the eastern edge of the swamp and found the next biome. Uh, unfortunately, there was a large wall from your perspective because uh, these uh, two things don't have the same elevation. Luckily, you found a tunnel uh, into the next biome, and th this dark tunnel now uh, is where you are. You're on the vehicle we called the Scorpion last episode. No, we call it Scorpion. I, I want, I, I've, I've been laying it slide a bit, but there's mm -hmm. no the. <laughs> very important <laughs> we gotta be careful we don't want to get sued by ed boone so let's yeah <laughs> let's be ever so careful um i don't know anybody have any thoughts before we get in should we talk about our level ups or we should definitely talk about our level ups i was going to start the episode by saying as you enter the dark tunnel in the scorpion uh who has dark vision but then i remembered you have ray with you who is made of lightning. So I feel like that provides <laughs> <Yeah>. some illumination. <laughs> uh, I feel like it would be fair to imagine Ray is probably a light source. Yeah. Uh, let's let's uh -huh. say for now that is good enough. I mean, they're the light of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you all, all of you are slowly rolling through these tunnels. You can rest, you can sleep, you can get healed up as the, uh, the vehicle moves down the tunnels. Tell me about your level up uh, going forward. Sure. Uh, so I embraced having a sorcerer inside me um, this week by adding a bunch of spells. I also have sorcery points, which is cool, but I won't have more sorcery points for a while. Um, so for now, I can like, you know, add some spell slots or whatever. Um, for now, though, I got a bunch more cantrips. Let's see. Message. Uh, minor illusion. Shape water. I figured shape water was kind of, you know, made sense. I am a shape made of water. Uh, I also got to create bonfire because I was thinking, how else can I cheese the Oregon Trail and make Austin's job more redundant? <laughs> so I'll just get create bonfire. Uh, I also got absorb elements, which is already kind of part of my like basic character, but like now it's a spell. Um, also chromatic orb. I felt like they just fit with Dio and. Uh, so chromatic orb is a very powerful spell, but it has a it has a component. You need to cast it. Uh, the book says a diamond worth at least fifty gold pieces. You don't need exactly that item, but basically we do have to narratively justify you getting components rather than okay using but it willy nilly. 
this specific component, I did. So you may be able to tell I did have a think about this beforehand. Uh oh. Uh, I have a, <laughs> I have a magic crystal. It is the core of my being. Mm hmm. Can I? Could I please make an argument, Your Honor, that my magic crystal is enough of a magic crystal to be the magic crystal for this spell? I mean, since you call me Your Honor, <laughs> it's pretty difficult for me to argue with Austin, that. Austin, you dropped out of- you stopped doing lawyer school, you don't get to be Your Honor. Uh, I gotta say, it's very convincing. <laughs> what? Laura, you're not getting any bonuses. <laughs> yeah, Laura, that's no way to get what you want on this show. Austin, <laughs> if I ask for what I want, I don't get it. What, what, what am I gonna do? You gotta make your choices. Go, objection. Let's say that uh, maybe that'll work for now, but there will be consequences to consuming your your gem, which is you, for your spell. Oh, if, fuck. If you're going to do it. Okay. But, I mean, that could just lead to more interesting story things. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, that's kind of fun. I'm into it. Yeah, okay. Uh, who else has leveled up? I leveled up. I did that. Uh, I'm now a level four druid, level two cleric. So I, I got another druid level. Uh, my wild shape is better. I've I've got some more options of the kind of stuff I can wild shape into. Uh, I got some ability score improvements. Uh, I bumped up my wisdom by one and my dex by one because each of them were on odd numbers, and I wanted to get them to their next little things. I had my first third level. Uh, I got another third level spell slot despite still having no access to third level spells. Um. I realised I hadn't been using Thorn Whip, so I swapped around in my cantrips Thorn Whip for Shillelagh. Uh, and then I learned locate animals or plants. Yeah, one thing I didn't mention, the audience will have heard it in the last time, but for the players, our last episode did end with you trying to talk to a plant and receiving a terrible vision of blood and gore. So something's going on hmm. with the plants here, and that spell may be relevant. We we ended last episode with me essentially touching that thing from the beginning of Mass Effect and having the fucking end of the world vision go off. Hmm. So yeah, I'm hope I'm I'm hoping that whatever it is that is involved is plant or animal related. I'm crossing my fingers. Austin's called me out for for blowing up his spot recently, so I'm trying to not <laughs> yell out every pop culture reference that I think might apply. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate anymore. that. I'm trying. I also have like theories I'm working on for the names because Austin said that uh, the the NPC names we would never get them this time. So I was like, <laughs> I started sleuthing, but I can't say them. I can't say any of my theories anymore. Um, <laughs> I um, uh, yeah. So Korvok, Cor um, uh, Rangers doesn't seem like they do that much on uh, level up, but I did get um uh. Uh, I do get a second attack now, so I can attack twice in an action, which is, uh, pretty slick. So, I, uh, I, I went ahead and learned, um, Spike Growth, which, uh, uh, the ground in a, uh, 20-foot radius, uh, centered on a point within range, twists and sprouts hard spikes and thorns, uh, the area becomes difficult, uh, terrain for the duration, when a creature moves into it, uh, uh, or within the area, it takes uh, 2d4 piercing damage for every 5 feet it travels. Um, the transformation of the ground is camouflaged to look natural. Any creature that can't see the area at the time the spell is cast must make a wisdom perception check against your spell save DC to recognize the terrain is hazardous before entering it. So that's that's pretty cool. Pretty dang, pretty dang good. 
Yeah, so we're getting used to Korvok's uh, whole deal. I, you messaged me and said, like, can I use a, a huge sword for both of my <laughs> normal swords? And I think you definitely can for flavor. If you want to have two, you know, uh, Berserk swords, uh, two, uh, you know, Cloud Strife swords for flavor, yes, definitely. I love that image. Okay. But, yeah, for, for as far as the dice go, uh, Rangers get a certain dice get certain dice and yeah, we're yeah. Gonna use those for for the time being that's fair but i, I do love the image that's fair yeah <clears throat> okay um audience you may notice you're not hearing mari's voice we are waiting for her and in the meantime we're going to have a deaf poetry jam sam would you like <laughs> to take us off there yeah i, I mean um what, what what i was thinking is uh I, like I, I don't know i feel like it, it like um uh, as we're, you know, like, uh, resting and stuff, I feel like a good, mm-hmm. like, thing would just be, you know, Korvok, like, you know, he's, he doesn't know everyone yet, so I feel like we could do, like, some, like, uh, group bonding exercises. I feel like he would be, like, you know, leading, leading Death people. Death poetry jam, but in character, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's just sort of, like, uh, uh, has everyone sort of sitting around, and he's, um, uh, just being, uh, I, I think he, his thing is that he would, um, uh, you're like, all right, we're, uh, I'm going, I, I feel like we should, uh, what is a team? You know, it's like, it's an ecosystem, right? We're all, we're all different animals in the jungle. And so we're going to like assign everyone, uh, different animals that we could, that we would be, you know? Um, yeah, that sounds cool. Like, um, <clears throat> but what is a jungle? Uh, oh, it, like it's, it's, it, you know, it's like, uh, I mean, it's like a business, you know? <laughs> Uh, it's like an office. So, uh, uh, how how is that? Oh, I mean, like, like it's like like it's like an ecosystem. Like everyone sort of like has like their like place in it, you know. Is your Korvok voice just Vimble's fake voice? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Korvok is just everything Vimble wanted to be, and he's just <laughs> he's just really jealous. <laughs> We're really adding layers um, to that relationship. Incredible. <laughs> Yeah. So like I I would be I would be I would be the lion and um yeah, uh okay. And what's uh I uh what, what and then, yeah, I think you like like pass the talking stick over uh for whoever uh else to uh for, for anyone else to like uh sort of go and like like who who else wants to name what Babe, I'm so sorry, doing? but you crushed the talking stick to ash. Oh, you're right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a huge character moment for you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Juniper will take the opportunity to talk and will go, um, so the question is, what animal would I be? Yeah, like in like the jungle. And the sprout looks at you, Juniper. <laughs> yeah, Ju- Juniper just sort of looks herself up and down and goes, um... I'm um, getting monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd be a, I'd be a monkey. You got it in one. You know, you're sort of like you're like um, it, it, like um, very adaptable, uh, but also like like sort of like um, uh, like chaotic. And you know, I feel like everyone sort of has like a different style. I feel like you know we shouldn't be um, you know, uh, you're, you're you're sort of messy. You know, you, you absolutely nailed it. You got it perfect. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to thinking about the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> monkey. When you said you were like a lion, a spider, the black pegasus-like creature pulling the scorpion, sorry, scorpion, uh, just noticeably starts slowing down, just <laughs> like pe- petulantly. Um, I gotta say, I'd probably be um, a monkey. I'm uh, adaptable, 
chaotic kind of um everyone's got their own style but you know i um yeah i go my own way i'm a bit of a messy you know hmm. i think rabbit maybe is sort of what i'm getting <laughs> <laughs> yep yep definitely definitely the person in the room who makes you think yeah bunny sure of sure of <laughs> sure of yourself um you know hopping along yeah. sticking to it keeping your head down focused on plants that's me yeah mm -hmm. totally um yeah so, so, so who wants to do some trust falls <laughs> is it an important part of Korvok's character that he's a terrible judge of character and that's how you ended up <laughs> following Vimble yeah yeah that is actually like yes <laughs> <laughs> okay good he's uh, he's very he's very gullible very bad judge of character uh also loves uh group bonding exercises and like trust building exercises I think I feel like I feel like Dio takes one step towards doing the trust fall and then like their body freezes up because they're like uh because because Eli the eel has like braced himself against two of their limbs <laughs> like <laughs> to immobilize them and he's just like no not a step closer mm, no. um I'm just, I'm just looking you know I'm just trying to think of like any other um team building activities um there's one I mean I've got uh, like uh take like uh Sort of build some trust by um, taking a drink of water and just sort of spitting it into each other's mouths. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I should I should cut this out. But yesterday I was walking with Joa and she had a soda and she held it out to me and I like reached to take it as if I was gonna take a sip and she like pulled it away. I was like, no, spit in it. <laughs> uh <-huh>. What? <laughs> I've been seeing this girl, and uh, I was like, hey, open your mouth. And she was like, are you going to piss in it? And I was like, no. I was, well. <laughs> Sophie and I have, are living <laughs> different life. Living the dream. <laughs> anyway, anyway, you can, this is what happens if Mari isn't here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. Start misbehaving. Mari's always like, Mari's always judging herself as the wildest of the crew. Um, <laughs> it turns out when she's not, she's usually like doing our our freak quota for us. And then it's like, we have to fill it when she's gone. Yeah. Uh, let's get perception checks from everybody. Uh, Peter is sleeping. We'll see what happens <laughs> as far as Mari's showing up. But this is a long rest episode, so... Uh, can I get any? Can I get any kind of advantage for being very on edge because the world is ending? <laughs> I mean, I would argue being very on edge diminishes your skills. So let's not open that door. What? What if I say, Your Highness? Well, you know, Glora. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it couldn't hurt to get a few advantage if you think about it. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've said it now, and now I'm just waiting to see whether I roll a second time. Uh. Not that I really need it. I have a 23. All right. 23 and 14 is very good. So uh, with the light of <laughs> Ray, uh, you are able to see ahead of yourself well enough not to be endangered by what appears to be a large hole in the ground in the tunnel. Uh, if a botch had been here, we might be in a situation where a uh, scorpion is going uh, down into a, like a mine shaft, essentially. And uh, luckily, Spider comes to a halt. The vehicle stops. There's a big uh, hole in the ground in front of the, uh, you in this tunnel. Hey, there's a... Uh, guys, there's a big hole. Use I feel statements, please. Oh, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Korvok. <clears throat> guys, I feel there's a really big hole. We should... Um, Thank you. We need some kind of way around this. I feel that you're right. <laughs> I feel like the I feel statements aren't entirely necessary in this instance. 
You know, this is this is the problem with having a monkey in the uh, in in the team. <laughs> I feel like your feelings are valid, but I also don't want to um, uh, uh, throw away this opportunity for us to share and bond with each other that Korvac has given us. <laughs> Everything we do from now on is going to take a hundred times as long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna send the the sprout to have a look at how deep this hole is. Just check that it's not actually only like four foot deep, and because it's dark, it looks deeper. Yeah, I'd also like to ask a question: Is it? Did you say it's like the hole is the hole width of the tunnel, so we can't just like drive scorpion around it? Great questions. I think uh, if you get out and investigate, what you would need to do to bring sprout over mm-hmm. to it, you see there is uh, there's some. Uh, area around to the hole. It looks like you could take Scorpion around, but it, it might be a little dangerous. You know, if if you start, we get some bad rolls, we might start slipping in here. It's like just enough to edge around. Uh, so that that's going to be a possibility, but not a okay. uh, an incident. We can edge. <laughs> we can edge. <laughs> <laughs> you can take uh, the Sprout over to uh, the hole and uh, kind of let go. And it like, does, you know, flapping with its cloud wings to kind of lower down and look. Um, I think after a certain point, it starts like strenuously. You know how Yoshi does kind of thing where he's in the air and he goes. Mm! And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, little little sweat beads start flying off. The wings are flapping faster. The, the feet are kicking faster. <laughs> exactly. Uh, to get back up to you, uh, to uh, basically let you know that it's it's too dangerous. It's like too deep to just fall. Uh, so that that's definitely like the sprouts like, oh, if I go all the way down the bottom of this hole, I'm not going to be able to get back up. Yep, that is good info. Um, but yeah, so th- that's what you've learned. Uh, this is a genuinely dangerous obstacle. You could try to go around it. That's on the table. Uh, if you have any other ideas, though, uh, now's the time to think about them. Korvok, do you think we could form a, um, a human uh, a bridge uh, if we trusted each other enough? Oh, I think that that's a very, that's a very po- uh, strong possibility. Um Ooh, I I have a vague plan. I have an idea. Use mold earth to shore up some of the bits where the path is is most treacherously thin and dangerous for the cart. Oh yeah, mold earth. We've talked about a couple times this season, and I felt bad because it, it was never quite exactly what you wanted. This might actually be interesting if you widen uh, the area around the edges of the hole that we can just go. Yeah. Um, I do have to say though, uh, as of this recording, a new Magic the Gathering card was released: Deep Gnome Terromancer, which has the ability no- uh, mold earth, and it is wildly powerful. Right now, I'm looking twenty-two dollars. Oh. If you want a copy of this beast. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> That's fine. I got in, got it on my character nice and early, got ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I want to take some some dirt, like, evenly spread out from, like, some of the walls of the sort of valley we're walking through. Um, So, like, evenly taking little bits and just sort of move them down to widen the path around the hole. Yeah, this this works perfectly, and I don't even think I need a roll anymore. If if uh, yeah, you pack the earth in such a way as to make the path wider, yeah, I'll get back on Sick. get back on the scorpion and continue. Um, can I get ooh? What kind of roll here? Actually, I think I want. I'm obsessed with this gnome. <laughs> it's a good gnome. I put it in the in the chat for everyone to see. Uh, he's great. Uh, can I get nature from everyone? Seven. Eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seven and eight means the group fails. Uh, Peter, unfortunately, maybe you tried to rouse him from his slumber, and big snore rolls over. 
he's just not <laughs> not available uh living the dream yeah uh so yeah whatever this whole you know there's something strikes you about it but you can't quite put together uh the importance of it with this role and the the journey continues and this is what kind of the case where you know in the hbo adaptation the camera lingers on the hole as the cart pulls away <laughs> and it's just like the music gets uh kind of kind of spooky and you're like oh what's that mean <laughs> I may pause the show so I can post online about my theories about it. Uh, and you're like uh, red arrows and circling uh, like the shadows. <laughs> and you're like, oh, you yeah, can I see. Make, I make a clickbait thumbnail. It's you know, a red a red circle around <laughs> nothing and like my shocked react face. <laughs> <laughs> and people watch and I'm like, you see, in the book, Austin wrote a character that lives in a hole who's a centipede with a foot fetish. And he uh. might be showing up here. God damn it, Sophie. You can believe <laughs> Would you stop? <laughs> stop. <laughs> All right. No, I'm changing that. Never mind. The reveal is different now. Um, so you continue <laughs> You continue down this tunnel system. Uh, another thing that the audience will know from the last time that I'm going to remind the characters of, because to, to you it just happened, is that there's a spore cloud uh, high above this biome, which you assume is the Harpy Gale doing some kind of weather experiment. She can fly, mm -hmm. so she just went up to the top of the cliff. Uh, and that is relevant because as you go further down the tunnel, you see there is a branching uh, series of tunnels here in front of you. There's a kind of a, a fork in the road. Three different paths. One seems to slope up. One seems to slope down. And one is more or less level continuing east. And uh, it seems to you that all of these have been traversed somewhat recently. There are, you know, tracks and prints and, you know, people have used all of these somewhat recently. I am going to be really honest with you, team. I vote up for entirely gay reasons. <laughs> and I'm hoping my just being honest with you will count for something. Um, I understand honest, but I feel... Huh? I feel like I'm, I'm confused. Um, what's gay? <laughs> Ray's just like, I am. <laughs> oh, okay, we should how, go that way how, then. <laughs> perfect perfect no questions needed <laughs> i'm glad that, i'm glad I, or no Cor corval like it's sort of like uh uh corval like wipes a single tear from his uh uh eye as he like is he's so proud that the team is communicating oh <laughs> i feel like my gayness should be allowed to go up the slope <laughs> Alright. There you go. There's the I feel statement. <laughs> it seems we are in agreement. Uh, so we turn the scorpion. I said it again. Scorpion. <laughs> uh, and go up the, the upward slope. And uh, yeah. One, once again, uh, there, are, there are tracks here going through all, you know, on each of them. And uh, it's an interesting choice, he says. Enig enigmatically. Yeah, where if we were at a table, I'd roll some dice behind my screen and nod to myself. It wouldn't mean anything. Um, I'm just doing it to fuck with you psychologically. Uh, I spend the tunnel journey explaining what gay is. Oh, that seems really, I mean, that seems efficient, if anything. Yeah. Exactly, okay. exactly. You've got you've got shared similar experiences. You don't have to try and like communicate your experience. Clothing sizes, like I bet, as well. Different. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just... Yeah. Cool. <laughs> the efficiency argument. <laughs> interesting. Interesting tactic. Yeah. <laughs> you can save time by not having to explain your lived experiences. It's just efficient <laughs> to be gay. I saw someone. I saw someone saying the other day that the um, 
that like a lot of men hating lesbians is um sorry men hating lesbians not men hyphen hating lesbians um is like you know men worrying that they'll be replaced um and the, but and then and then the one thing that they had was that they can't get each other pregnant and that's why they're so angry at trans women and i think there i think there's more to it than that we're very annoying but like um i like that i like that argument it's fun yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember I heard somewhere on it was a podcast I was listening to where they were like, I found out that there is a kind of woman you can't get pregnant and I was fully in and I supported it immediately. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Look, whatever it takes to get them on side, I'm I'm on board with it. Yeah, it's like that there's that like cis male stand up who was like, I know trans women are women because they don't come when I have sex with them either. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, audience. This episode is going to go down in history as the one where they went down a bunch of tunnels and were nasty. Um, <laughs> don't start the episode with a big hole, Yoski, and expect us to just play it straight. Yeah. Look, Austin, it's either that or I get you to describe in depth the end of the world shit that Juniper's dealing with and like, thinking about. And wouldn't you rather be in Gay Joke Town? It's funny you mention that because, yeah, I described the the vision as like kind of disconnected images of like bones and blood and like screaming and fighting. It's it's, it's very fragmented. Um, but as you uh, are going up this slope here in this tunnel up towards the surface, you, got, you have some distance to go, you assume, before you would reach the surface where Gale would be. Um, you are going to need to roll me something here. You know what? I, I think um, you, you, you're going up and you, you're – vehicle scorpion see i didn't do it that time nice. uh, bumps in bumps into something and stops uh, and i'm gonna need investigation uh, 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 uh. oh i botched uh, my investigation uh, three <clears throat> ten i have a i have a plus five on investigation it is uh, one of my best skills and i botched it yes 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 all right so the bump like scorpion comes to a stop a uh, spider like uh, kind of does that. You ever see like a horse who's spooked? They kind of walk backwards a little bit. <laughs> just like, oh no, something's happening. And uh, you all get out and start looking around. Uh, at which point uh, there is a sound uh, uh, further up the tunnel that spooks you. You look away uh, from like where where uh, spider is, and then suddenly spider's off running because some their reins have snapped. The harness has come undone somehow. The botch is that your animal's getting away, Korvok. The thing that pulls your vehicle. Uh, shit. Fuck. Um, I mean, uh, I'm, uh, uh, Korvok's, uh, going after Spider, for sure. Alright, athletics to chase this creature. Okay, uh... You said a black pegasus with bird legs. Oh, I, uh, 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 crit, so 27. Holy shit. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you can paint me this picture. I assume you you just are you're you're a Goliath, so you have an incredible uh, leg situation. Yeah, you yeah, run yeah. Fast. Oh, and just leap. yeah, yeah. Um, it's not even like legs like tree trunks. Like people are like those tree trunks are like Corvox legs. Um, <laughs> uh, it's not a very catchy expression, but I think it's gonna like catch on anyway. Um, uh-huh. And, uh huh. And yeah, no, like like Corvox is like um like. Just, like just like jogs after it and like actually like sort of laps uh spider and then like sort of like circles around back um and then uh yeah 
uh, and like and like 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 and it's just sort of like lightly like it's just sort of like uh, in like a, a a light jog as he like comes up beside Spider and then is like sort of uh, 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 like uh, now's not the time for cardio, Spider. I I know I I this is this is a rare time when I would say this, but uh, it's true. We need to uh, we we need to get back with the. Uh, with the group, they need us to hold hold everything together, hold the jungle together. I see Korvok's vibe as Robin is specifically from the Adam West Batman, where they say, <laughs> where, where Adam West says to Robin, like, um, <laughs> Robin's like, let's take a taxi, and and Adam West Batman is like, let's let's run, it'll be healthier and faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Mari has entered the chat, which means that when Spider so- somehow gets loose and starts running, that ruckus wakes Peter up. Oh my god, dude! What a great nap! What's going on, <laughs> uh, Peter? Can you tell us about your level up as you wake up? Because uh, there's a little bit of a commotion in the tunnel. Uh, Spider ran off. Korvok is is getting them back. But in the meantime, uh, tell the audience what you are able to do now. Uh, yeah, I got a new spell. It's called Hy- Hypnotic Pattern, and uh, uh, you create a twisting pattern of colors and waves to the air inside a thirty foot cube. And that basically stuns everyone with shock. Our audience is pogging like when fucking Han Solo showed up in Force Awakens <laughs> for Hypnotic Pattern. <laughs> They're just losing their shit. <laughs> They're ripping their shirts clean off. They're slapping yes. the walls. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. They're sick. Sick little piggies. Oh my god. Uh, so you took a bard level. Yeah, I took a bard level because... I actually looked up on the internet how to min-max bard fighter. So. <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry about this episode, audience. <laughs> Don't apologize. Commit to it, Austin. Be less of a coward. Yeah, I feel like an episode's going great if Austin has to apologize for it. Yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, can we get back on the road to me having a gay, a, a gay time? Can we get back toward the gay? I would love for you to have a gay time. Uh, there's a couple important things here. Korvac, you're coming back with Spider. Uh, but everyone else still at the vehicle. You can see that... Uh, the reins were cut. It wasn't just like spiders suddenly like ran away and ripped them. Something's happening here. You failed your investigation, which is not good. I mean, also, I, I just want to make it like clear that like um like it, you know uh um uh, Peter was like able like explain like all like their like, like uh, all his level up and stuff because like uh, Korvok like spent like took like spent a while of like having like him like spider like sort of like run extra long and like take the long way around to like get a little extra steps in. <laughs> okay, well. Can I cast Longstrider to make up for that time? I mean, like, I'm just, like, coming, like, we're just coming back, like, as you're, uh, like, finishing explaining that, like, um, uh, uh, Korvok's, like, feeling good, um, Spider is out of breath. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Korvok should just pull the cart for us. (laughs) Uh, yeah, Longstrider is very interesting uh, for the audience. I am keeping track of how many times they use it because this is a race, and I have added to the roll twenty a ranking of everyone and what place they're in. So, like from now on, everyone will have a visual aid of uh, where they are in this race, and uh, it is important. So, Longstrider, uh, usually not a particularly interesting spell, but this season it is. Uh, but before the animal gets back to the vehicle, is there anything you want to do with the knowledge that something cut the reins? Um. I do you are the people do you think the people who are or the creatures whatever that cut the reins are mad in any way at us? Uh that sounds like insight. 
Okay, I can do insight. I, yeah, I can help with insight. Because if so, I have a spell for that. 23. Incredible. Uh, Peter, looking at the, uh, the reins, it's a very clean cut, like with a blade. And, uh, you know, someone coming up on you in a dark tunnel on a blade could have put it in one of you if they had wanted to, which leads you to believe that uh, they are not necessarily uh, looking to kill you at this moment and are maybe trying to stop you in some way or uh, maybe had something to do with Spider in particular. Ch- 23 is very good. Um, I want to say... Also, I cast Thaumaturgy to put a rainbow above juniper for being gay i don't know what's going on but i'm here yeah. you're, you're, you're like half awake and you're just like juniper's gay woo rainbow <laughs> yeah. here we go <laughs> i don't know what's happening but we're gay let's go pride reflex uh-huh yeah so something's in this tunnel with you and it's not that it won't hurt you but it doesn't seem to be primarily uh driven by an intent to hurt you uh, it, it seems to have wanted you to stop or to wanted Spider to go, is what I'll say. Uh, Hey, whatever's out there in the dark, I know you want to stop us progressing, but have you considered I'm gay and I'm heading somewhere and that's important? Can I intimidate it? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can intimidate. Okay, cool. 19. Yeah! So what happens is... The the mask like folds to the side, and Ely the eel is talking instead of Dio, and is like, "Is that why is you some kind of fucking homophobe? Jog on, mate." <laughs> <laughs> I does Ely know English now? Or I guess common. <laughs> he's using Dio's uh, face to speak. Just uh, <laughs> he, he's he's talking to Dio's mind, and then Dio's mind is speaking. Sophie, you have to be very careful when you DM Sophie because they're always going to try to add lore whenever they can. <laughs> <laughs> they're just constantly trying to sneak it through every crack, and you just oh, be I have hyper vigilant. I, <laughs> I literally, I've written an entire dream scene for if Dio, uh, uh, for any magical reason, falls asleep. <laughs> oh, perfect! I have the spell sleep. You want to have a dream? <laughs> seems like a great time for it uh with a 19 on intimidate uh when you do that dio you hear something uh further up the tunnel leave like you hear steps or you know running uh there is an an audible echoing sound of fleeing further up and away from you can like we can't see them can we no, not right now. Not in the dark tunnel. Ray is casting light around Scorpion, but Corvox just getting back now with the animal and is like reharnessing it. So it's, you can't give immediate chase. You can in a moment, but it won't be like. Oh, I wanted to see if know. I could like shoot a, b- a bow at them. So I point my finger up the tunnel to where we can hear the steps, and cast message. Mm-hmm. You can point your finger toward a creature within range and whisper a message to the target. And only the target hears the message and can reply in a whisper that only you can hear. <gasps> and I say, home gang. Ooh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, you do not get a response to that. Huh. Yellow belly. <laughs> I can only assume that this is somebody who doesn't like seeing beasts of burden. <laughs> and maybe we should just try and show that Spider, our six-legged com. At companion does like pulling the ba- the wagon. Wait, hold on. Spider, do you like pulling the wagon? Does Spider have six legs? 
Well, they have six appendages, and I wanted to validate their spider. Yeah, yeah, two of them are the. I wanted to validate the six, the six appendages. I don't know how they feel about the spider, but I just, I wanted to be supportive. The spider, um, uh, like, uh, like it like goes to like neigh, but it's like a, it's like a spider like hissing sound. Um... <laughs> I promise you spiders do not hiss. They do not have the equipment for that. This is what spiders think spiders do, okay? I know they can't actually hiss. I'm not a fool. But, like, in, like, movies or media, they're depicted as doing that because they have to have a scary sound. Um, Uh I guess someone doesn't appreciate good sound design. Wow. Uh Already a pretty undervalued field. Many species of tarantula make a hissing sound, and other spiders, like wolf spiders, produce a purring sound. I also Googled this and it was immediately owned. Uh, (laughs) Remember when bones were not uh, teeth? Remember yeah, that? I do. Yeah, are I you got double rep? Are you keeping yeah. score? Do I get more rep now? No, please go, man. When, when you weren't here, people were calling me your honor and like sir and shit. And you show up and the vibe changes entirely. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot more depraved. I feel like you left that out. I just don't respect authority, and it spreads. God damn it. Okay. Uh, so anyway, spider hisses. Uh-huh. And Ray's like, wow, a thing spiders do. And I knew this. <laughs> and like and like sort of like uh yeah, like uh uh uh, 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 uh like nu- like nuzzles his like snout against Peter to like show his like approval. Hell yeah, buddy. You let me know when you want that long strider. I mean, should we do that long strider? I feel like that, that does actually make a lot of sense right now. Yeah, should we just do it now or are we about to fight? Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm casting it. Yeah. Hey, buddy, come here. Swift, come here. make swift pursuit. You're doing a great job. And uh, if you want to go harder, go harder. I mean, you seem pretty buff and like you like to push yourself to the limit. But remember, not too hard if you get too sleepy. But, you know, if you want to get gains, you're going to have to push it. All right? Mm-hmm. Let's go. All right. So, uh, Spider gets supercharged and is able once uh, reharnessed to Scorpion to start making a good time up the tunnel. Um, you think you might be able to catch up with whatever was here with you. The question is, do you charge ahead recklessly enough to catch up knowing previously there was a giant hole in the floor? Um, I, I'm on team reckless. Yeah, let's, let's go reckless. I've, I've, I've not, I've not had my beds today. I'm on chaos mode. Reckless. Yeah, I kind of want to know what happens if we fall in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. All right, none of you are vehicle proficient. So if you are going ahead recklessly, everyone give me raw D20s to just kind of test uh, what fate, uh, what hand fate is dealing you. 17. 12. 15. 19. All right. So the group succeeds. So uh, as you you barrel up this slope, because you're going up and up and up, and when it levels off for a moment, you find yourself in a tunnel much like the one that had a hole in it, but you just tell the long-strided spider to hit it. And (laughs) as you come up uh, up to what is a hole, it's too late to stop. You just have uh, Pegasus, you know, the spread, their speedy wings, and just fucking jump. And uh, luckily it's not a very big hole, uh, and you just fucking leap it. Uh, you want to paint me a picture how this looks? Because you, you succeeded. You badassed through. 
Oh, yeah. I like to imagine that spiders just dragging it because they're always flying, right? Um, I mean, like, kind of. Like, like they're always, like, using their wings to, like, support themselves because their legs can't. Um, Who is lowest and highest? Because one person should slip and the other person... Uh, Peter, <laughs> Peter should, like, nearly fly off the back, but then um, Juniper should catch him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes! This tiny yeah. hat yeah. saving a giant demon because I'm a giant himbo. It's a true trust ball. <laughs> yes. Actually, you know what? I do it on purpose. I trust yes. ball. Yes. Juniper, you got me, right? Woo. <laughs> Juniper just about got you. And then, like when you when, uh, when Juniper uh, 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 catches you, um, uh, Korvok's gonna be like, um, uh, Peter Juniper, congratulations, you passed the test. Oh, cool. Where's the test? trust oh my god and then inspired by that uh spider is like like and like you know like with like the strength of like long strider actually is able to like you like like it's like sort of like shaking legs sort of steady themselves and like push him uh like push himself up and then he like actually starts like galloping like a like a normal horse slash pegasus would and is able to like make like this like big jump and i'm not gonna say flies but like 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 his like wings start like actually doing their thing a little bit and like causing him to uh glide across hell yeah so scorpion doesn't fall in a hole you make great time up in the distance like ahead of you at the at the edge of the light that ray is casting you see shapes uh what i'm going to reveal for this great success in addition to not falling in a hole is there actually multiple things in here with you that's that's what i'm giving you for catching up uh there's more than one probably more than three or four in fact there's a bunch of things up in front of you and you hear some kind of noise it's almost like a scraping or a rumbling and as you're about about to catch up, you see a, a giant boulder be pushed from a different, uh, like a perpendicular tunnel in front of you, uh, blocking your way. Shit. Whatever is running has blocked your way. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you're a long strider, so Spider goes into like a full on uh, skid, mm. like, a <laughs> like a Kira on the motorcycle. <laughs> and this is a fucking drift stop. Hmm. Um, and like, does it completely block the path or? Yeah, are we stuck? Well, there's a big boulder blocking your path. A fairly common D&D problem to solve. Can we can we try and push the boulder? Yeah, if everyone jumps out of uh, the vehicle and goes over, we can get uh, strength checks. All right. Okay. I'm doing it. 13. Oh, my God, I botched. Oh, so did I. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. 16. I have such high strength, too. <laughs> I have 19 in strength. You sound so happy about our, our failure. You wonder why we bully you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just means I get to do something cool. Uh, so uh, everyone starts trying to push the boulder uh, out of the way. Um, and, you know, you're, you're all like straining and giving it your all when um, there is a crunching noise and the ground starts giving way. Uh, the people who botched Juniper and Korvok, uh, you are unable to stop as the boulder and you crunch through the ground and fall. Uh, what do you do, Dio and uh, Peter, seeing people fall? Yeah, I, I, I just go, no! <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I gotta have a... Um, can I have a acrobatics check to grab at somebody? 
Uh, 14 is not good enough. You dive for a hand and you you miss it. It was 15 is what I wanted. So uh, you miss. Oh, do I fall in too? Nope. With uh, okay. over 10, you are at the edge. You're reaching. It's tragic. The fingertips brush and two of them disappear uh, down. They each take five damage as you hit something. Uh, our friends here, to be clear, the botchers were... Uh, Juniper and Korvok. This is fun. Now you, you get to have uh, kind of a bonding scene. I mean, I, I, can I, I wanted to do something as Wake were falling, which is I, uh, Korvok has like um, an adventurer's uh, kit, which has the stuff they would need to get us out. Can I throw that to them? Oh. The fact that you have this pack is important. I think it's going to be a, a good, uh, you know, aid going forward. Everyone has a pack of starting equipment, which contains like the boring, normal adventuring stuff, so you don't have to keep track of mm. like rope. Which in some some versions of D and D's and and some play groups, you know, DMs will be like, actually, everyone's tracking the weight of their equipment. Mm. I need you to have rope. I need you to have like you know plates or whatever you know stuff you go camping with. Mm. Uh, we play a little loose. I'm told about DMs who care about encumbrance, but I have not seen any in real life ever. <laughs> it's like a constant threat DMs use of like, just don't <laughs> don't complain about the things I make you pay attention to because I could mm. be doing encumbrance. Uh. I, I feel like if I tried to take a grand piano with me, that's exactly the threshold Austin would start talking about encumbrance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then it would back- Like a it church would, organ, maybe? It would backlash onto all of us, and we all have to do encumbrance from then on, because one of us tried to take something <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I have a question. So, I am assuming spider can't fly up and down, but more as a gliding type correct. of- Correct. That's correct. Uh, arachnid? Okay. So, I rolled five damage for Korvok and Juniper as you hit something on when you land. Um, right now, uh, you are far away from Ray's light, so you can't see exactly what it is. You were kind of like both of you groping in the darkness, and uh, whatever you landed on uh, is uh, a bunch of different textures. Uh, the, there's something wet, there's something sticky, there's something sharp. It's, it seems bad. So that's where you you two are, kind of uh, together, groping in this dark hole. You also hear things kind of around you, maybe something running, uh, something hiding. You know, there's things that remove that big boulder. So that's what you two are doing at the bottom of this hole. Hmm. I, I, hmm. Not, not a fan of this hole. Not a fan. No. Um... I mean, uh, Brock's going to uh, go into his uh, his kit and uh, uh, light up a torch. All right, so you do have a torch in your starting pack. We were just joking about uh, encumbrance and stuff. Everyone plays D&D in the way that suits them best. Uh, ours is kind of, uh, you know, theater of the mind, narrative stuff. So I- I'm totally fine with you having a torch, but I need you to explain to me how you get fire to light it. I mean, in the, in the uh, or sorry, it's uh, like in adventuring gear, it has, it's a, tin- there's a tinderbox and ro- uh, rope and a torch. Is that, is that... Yep, that makes sense. Uh, yep. Part of your camp, everyone has kind of like basic camping equip- equipment, and that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, w- just, just one of the many ways dark vision is completely meaningless in this game. Everyone has it except for like two species, and then everyone starts with torch. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, light, I'm lighting that, lighting that torch up. Puff, puff, pass, you know. <laughs> Korvok, you uh, use your tinder and flint strike. Uh, some sparks onto your torch, it lights up, and in the dim light, you can see what is around you, which are uh, a bunch of bones and viscera. Ooh, I love viscera. 
yeah, bodies. Uh, they seem to have been uh, chopped up, like there's arms and legs and a head separate. Uh, and all around you, it, you it's hard to tell uh, in the kind of flickering torchlight, but it seems to be like half a dozen bodies. And Juniper, when you see this in the dark, uh, you are struck uh, by like flashing images from your vision earlier. Bodies screaming, bones, blood, dragging, uh, and uh, it, it is this. <laughs> this is what you saw. Uh, hey, hey, I hate to... I hate to worry you, uh, this is this this is what I was having visions of. You knew we were gonna fall down the hole? No, I didn't know we were gonna fall down the hole, but I'd, I'd apparently seen what was at the bottom of the hole. I didn't know it was at the bottom of the hole at the time. It gets real fucking bad and violent down here, we do not want to be down here. I mean, maybe we can, you know, we can... We can... You don't want to judge anyone by the piles of uh, uh, gore and viscera in the, uh, on, on their cover. <laughs> I look pretty scary too, you know. So, and people make a lot of assumptions about me. Ju Juniper is during this attempting to very quickly mold Earth to start making steps out of this pit because <laughs> does not want to be here. Interesting. So up at the top of the pit, uh, we got Peter and we got Dio. You can see a, a distant light. They fell like two stories, like enough to hurt, but not enough uh, where they're less just... Than 50, uh, less than 60 feet? Uh, <laughs> I know you have something locked and loaded. I want to say there's a distant fire at, at the bottom of this pit. You can see it down and you hear voices. You can hear them talking to each other. So you know they're not dead. Mm -hmm. What do you what do? You do? Uh, do you have anything to make a rope and like... We could tie it to spider or something. Uh, no, I don't. Um, I was gonna. Hey, hey, guys, do you want a bonfire? I could do that. I mean, a bonfire doesn't seem like a bad idea. Sick. Oh yeah. Also, this is where I was having visions of all the death and murder and everything being very bad. So. Oh, that seems bad. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna just use create bonfire. I don't have like I don't I don't have a solution to getting you out of the hole right now, but I don't want uh Kovac to have fine. to hold that torch the whole time. J Juniper is molding some stairs. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> all the people with the ability to get people out of holes fell in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mold Earth is not going to get you fully out. You can definitely like start getting some distance between you and the bodies by making like little steps. But this is not a. Uh, there is a spell that does this, and it's not a cantrip. Um, so I, we'll have I to... know. I just I want to be off the ground, away from the imminent place where death happens. Fair enough. Uh, when you uh, create bonfire, Dio, you can actually see uh, down the perpendicular uh, tunnel where something pushed the boulder from. Mm -hmm. You see there are more more tunnels branching off, and then there is actually a tunnel in the ceiling. Nice. Uh, and I think you may even catch a glimpse of something looking at you through it, and then it's gone. What does it look like before it's gone? Uh, oh, it was, it was only there for a second. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, my insight was eight, so describe to that level of detail. <laughs> uh, yeah, eight is not good. I would say like there's a glint, uh, like something, yeah. uh, you know, m sharp or metal or something. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's it's only just the briefest glimpse. There's something here in the tunnels with you. I just checked my inventory as well, but I don't have anything. I genuinely don't have anything. Like I'm, I might be the worst equipped of anyone in the party for this particular task. Uh, I know it's, like, too good to ask if I can make a rope out of my costume kit. <laughs> Dio, help me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm too dumb to think of something. 
but I got stuff. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I have, I mentioned this earlier. I have shape water. My body is made of water. Is that anything? <laughs> um, Could I be a rope? <laughs> Can I become the rope we need, we want to see in the world? <laughs> oh boy. Uh, shape water, you can definitely, let me double check here. You can definitely do something with that. I don't know if it's going to be the full solution, but. Well, Dio and I are the biggest, therefore the longest. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Dio also has the eel inside of them, right? Which makes them even longer. So I thought maybe I could like hold on to Spider and then kind of like we kind of just like monkey chain down and grab I, them. <laughs> I love the idea of using Ely as a rope. One thing I'm really excited about is all of you using your your bond animals in, in you know novel ways, using uh, Sprout as a scout, mm-hmm. using Spider, <laughs> like we've done this episode. So that this is I'm excited about this. So I thought if they were getting closer with the stairs. And then, you know, I held on to Spider and then and then Dio held on to me and then the eel slurped out of Dio. We could make some sort of flesh rope. Well, I don't love the word flesh rope. <laughs> I, I don't see why not. It's a rope. Uh, everything makes me think of her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely picturing it as one word flesh rope. I don't know if any of you saw the trailer for Scorn. The new video game. Oh yeah, yeah. So many, so many Geigeresque dick walls. <laughs> it's uh, it's, yeah, definitely what's happening. Uh, I'm in, I'm into Ely the eel uh, as rope. Our, our our good friend the rope. So what's uh, awesome. maybe strength saving throw? Well, is, is Dio? We didn't ask Ely the eel yet. Uh, <laughs> do you do you want to ask? So you propose this plan? I meant you- I asked. I meant ask you. Before I was a suggestion, and you didn't. Say yes or no. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. No, I mean I'm cool with that as a plan. I, I just want to. Um, I kind of like the idea of shaping my shaping my water. It's a cantrip anyway, so it's not like it's using a spell slot a, a spell slot to do it. But like, well, let's do that first. Then. I, no, no, no. So I'm so I can make myself an even longer rope. Oh, like you're long, then Ely's long. So and maybe I'm like hold- Ely yeah. is biting onto you, and then like oh. I am a long like water whip. Oh, yeah. You know? Okay. Off of the end yeah, of Ely. okay. So what's the vibe, Austin? What do we got to do? Strength saving throw. Oh, cool. why you got to do that one? Both of us? Mm-hmm. I'm the baby. If you're in a chain I'm together. St- Okie dokie. 17. Thank God. 19. Oh. Oh, oh my God. Oh, baby. Flush this- rope. This is incredible. So paint me this picture. So... I'm holding on to um, Spider, and Spider's digging in to the ground, and I'm holding, leaning off Mm -hmm. the edge, and then Dio, what are you doing? Yeah, then Dio, like, opens their mouth, the the mouth of their stone mask, and this eel uh, wriggles out slowly, like they're vomiting a whole other eel-shaped person. Um... It takes a while. Dio has to like put put put, put his hands on his knees while he's doing it, um, but like doesn't make any retching noises. It's just entirely silent. Anyway, then Ely bites onto you. Where would you prefer to be bitten? Um, well, to maximize distance, my hand because mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Or cool. my foot, actually vertically foot. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Distance. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ely Ely bites onto one of your remaining bits of um, Zana's body. 
<laughs> Rot- yeah, uh, Ely bites a rotten cheerleader foot, and then, um, uh, yeah, the crystal starts glowing, and the whole remaining, like, Dio's body part whips into this long rope of, uh, of, of water and weed and smoke, and, um, and I think maybe, maybe the, the mask is, like, right at the other end, so it's like the, the water is just sort of, like, holding onto Ely's tail, and then it's a long rope of water, and then the mask is there, and it's, like, dangling down to the to the top of the stairs and Dio's like hey how's it going <laughs> if Gary Gygax would have heard that audio it would have killed him instantly <laughs> <laughs> good what was that movie where like the aliens have like water and then the water turns into a face and they're underwater abyss oh, the abyss yes awesome. yes i think so yeah. Yep. Uh, so this uh, starts to work. So you create like a chain. You use your eel and your water to make it as long as possible. Uh, Juniper, you use mold earth to create a little bit of steps, as much as you can get together. You can't create too much or it starts falling apart. Uh, but that's that's fine because you're you're getting close to each other. Uh, it's working. The hands are coming close. And then Peter, as the person at the top of the chain, you hear some sounds around you and some some scuttling. And from oh, I love scuttling. Yeah, some scuttling. And from three different directions, the tunnel where you came, the tunnel where you were going, and the one from which the boulder was pushed that was perpendicular, uh, from all three directions, uh, things start coming close, and they're, like, bearing down on you. Uh, do you do anything about that, or do you just hold on and just pretend like it's not happening? Um, if I cast something, what, what happens? Am I dropping things? It, it's a risk. This is like, you know, it's, everything's a risk. We'll roll and we'll find out what happens. Because I can cast hypnotic pattern or calm emotions, but I don't know if they're people. So hypnotic pattern it is. And you and everybody's still down there. We're like in the middle of pulling everyone up. Yep. Yeah. Everybody close your eyes. I'm going to show a video of my fifth birthday. I asked for Ninja Turtles, but they made it Battle Royale, so everyone had to kill each other for my honor. It's not what I wanted at all. Anyway, here it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite a window into Peter's childhood. (laughs) I'd be pretty fucking hypnotized if that was playing in front of me. It's just a bunch of five-year-old demons murdering each other. And I'm crying on a throne. You create a twisting pattern of colors that waves through the air. We said that's home movies instead. Inside a 30-foot queue within range. So presumably on yourself to maximize uh, where it, it you know blocks all three directions. Mm-hmm. And the range area is 120 feet. So everybody's just... Now that's, like, a, how, that's how far away you can center the 30-foot Oh, okay. Cube. The cube is 30 feet. Okay. Yeah. So which means that basically everyone can get into, into like 15 feet of you. Basically, if we're going in both directions, which means you're going to be able to see what is approaching from each direction. And what it first appears to you, Peter, because you're the one who sees this in, in Ray's gl- uh, lightning glow, uh, is it looks just like a bunch of blades, like a bundle of knives. And then it scuttles closer and it actually has the appearance of an insect, uh, it, but made of blades, basically. Uh, this thing is just sharp all over. Basically, has like scimitars for legs. It has large crushing pincers. Even its like, you know, back section is like ends in a, a tipped blade. Animal handling. <laughs> oh, <none. laughs> that would have been the coolest one. Uh, 
That would have been so fucking dope. Now they hate me. Uh, yeah, with a nine, uh, you don't have any appreciable effect on them. Basically, they from three directions, they're closing in on you, and there's like you know half a dozen in each direction, and they stop about 15 feet away. They have you surrounded, but they're not going to enter the hypnotic pattern. Uh, and you see these things, well, which are just like insectile uh, blade creatures, uh, like nothing you've ever seen before. Uh, but the hypnotic pattern stops them, and they're all waiting. So hmm. everyone, uh, you can get out of the hole. P- Peter has a, oh, earned yeah. a big spell slot to to cover your escape. Fuck yeah! Shit. Hey, buddies, are you friendly? Um, can I? Um, these are you would describe uh, these as beasts, would you not? I would, yeah. Beasts, the, the the game's term for basically animals. They appear to be... When I say big, uh, I'm picturing they're slightly smaller than Spider the Pegasus, right? So they're obviously huge for what are like ants or beetles. Uh, and, and uh, you know, they have giant, you know, pincers, you know, like on their face, which appears to be like what they cut their reins with. Um. Oh, are they bigger than me? No, you're a Goliath. You're you're like the big. You're the biggest a player character can be. It it it, it matters if there's something that's bigger than me. But anyway, um, uh, but they are beasts. Are my favored enemy though. Um, and so I, I have advantage on survival checks to track your favored enemy, uh, as well as uh, intelligent check uh, checks to recall information about them. Um, I can Ooh. also learn one language of my choice spoken by your favorite enemies if they speak one at all. I don't think that they speak the language, but they do um, not, which is why they did not respond to Dio's message. If you'll recall. Right. But I, I am, can I, can I, uh, try and get information on them? Uh, you can roll history. I'm going to say these are a new animal created in the new world. So you don't know anything about them specifically, but you can extrapolate okay. from other things like them that you've seen is what I'll say. Okay. So I can do a history check. Mm-hmm. All right. And I can roll that at advantage. 15. <laughs> Wow, that would have been a five without your ranger abilities. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so from from the basically the arrangement of their body, you understand they're insects, which is important. Uh, we talked about spiders earlier, yeah, which yeah. are arachnids, obviously, and they have different, uh, you know, features to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the important thing I'll give you with a 15 is that, you know, ants are typically uh, have a very hierarchical structure. Uh, they use like pheromones to communicate and they're they are like goal oriented, task oriented. They're not just out here just like killing for fun, mm-hmm. uh, that's, which is interesting because you just came from a pit of bodies. So I think uh, if everyone's like, oh, fuck, we're surrounded, we're about to get ripped apart. In, in your mind, you're like, that doesn't strike me necessarily as the situation. There's something else here there's like another layer to this and as you're saying that as uh, the full party gets pulled out of the pit uh these creatures start backing off a little bit and like look you know they they're they're not intelligent like humans but they have some kind of uh you know pheromonally communicated plan and it seems like oh they're like oh there's now four of them five if you count ray they're like i'm not sure about this and they start kind of backing up yeah can can i can i roll oh can i roll insight to try and get get a sense of what's happening by pairing the visions I saw with what's happening. Yeah, I was going to say that, you know, we just rolled Insight recently, but you do have more information. So let's let's do it Insight again, specifically for Juniper, because if you were the one who's connected to this vision, Lamau. That was a botch. That was a botch plus six. Awesome. Oh. 
Juniper, you were just racked with these visions. You see bleeding bodies. You see chopping. There's like an audible like blade on bone chopping noise. And you are just overcome and like basically fall to the ground. And they're just like covering your head. And you have become not incapacitated the D&D term, which means something specific, but just incapacitated in a colloquial sense right now. Can I cast animal friendship on one of them to establish um, some sort of ambassadorship? <laughs> you want to read animal friendship to the audience? I think you tried yeah. that against the swag tusk and failed. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm I'm a believer. This this spell lets you convince a beast that you mean it no harm. Choose a beast you can see within range. It must see and hear you. If the beast's intelligence is four or higher, the spell fails. Otherwise, the beast must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the spell's duration. If you or one of your companions harms the target, the sp- spell ends. All right, I'm going to roll wisdom saving throw. Ten. That's not enough. You're my friend now. Hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. Your little your little knives are so cute. What are you guys doing here? All right, so the scene is there's the home movies of all your friends stabbing each other at your birthday party in the air. Uh, these uh, giant uh, big blade ants uh, start backing up, and it seems like they're going to flee for now, but then, Peter, you start approaching one. You know, you give your war gong a little tap to start the animal friendship magic. And one I also of the- have my hand out as if I'm a beautiful maiden in mm-hmm. a forest. Mm-hmm. And one of the blade ants stops as if, uh, you know, like a, a stray cat is like, sniff, sniff, what's going on here? In fact, can you rule me animal handling with advantage? Because you're the only person in the party without a, a creature, and this feels like it might be something. Okay, with advantage means I rolled twice, right? Correct. 22. 22. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are, neither of those are crits. Um, so... <laughs> I don't think you are bonded to this ant immediately. I think that there is a potential for this friendship to grow, though. The ant stops uh, and comes forward and begins, like, clicking its mandibles and circling you. It doesn't have uh, a nose. I was going to say it sniffs you. (laughs) I mean, they do have a a respiratory system, uh, but it's different. Uh, Antennas made of blades also, like, wiggling at you. Uh, And this thing is convinced you mean it no harm and uh, appears to be... open to something here what do you do i try to pet it but it hurts so i stop Um, (laughs) hi little buddy uh i'm sorry that we scared you do you think do you think you could tell your friends we're just we're just walking on through we don't even want any problems okay we kind of came from a lot of drama we're trying to change (laughs) our habits and uh you know i'm just I just, and you're just so cute. Ow, it hurts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can you just go ahead and tell your friends? We're, we're just trying to get on through. Just going to a little, ow. <laughs> this is me with all cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the blade ant uh, seems relatively convinced of what you're saying. Um, it is not in charge. It's not like the queen of the ants here, so it can't like let everybody know with authority that you aren't a threat, uh, but you have convinced it personally. Uh, I think it like scuttles up to Scorpion uh, and is like, you know, checking everybody out, uh, antenna blades going, mandibles clicking, none of you are attacking it, and so it seems like it's it's ready to vibe. Do we have any snacks? Do we have any food that I can snack up? Does anyone have any sugar? 
Do we have any snacks, guys, that I can make it taste like sugar if, if I so choose? This is interesting. We haven't uh, rolled for uh, foraging because I assume Korvok had some supplies on, on, yeah. on Scorpion. But let's roll survival here and just to see, kind of check the snack situation. Everyone but Juniper, who is basically uh, non-communicative right now. Not, not, not surviving very well right now. I can make literally any sort of food that we find into something delicious for this at ant. Nine. Shit. Nine. Is eighteen carry us or no? And no. Uh, only one person out of three passes, which means the group fails. So I think you all like rustle through your food and stuff, and you're trying to find something it likes. You you offer it, you know, like a fruit. <laughs> you offer it a vegetable. It doesn't seem interested. You offer it some, you know, trail jerky. I, I offer is... it some like protein powder. <laughs> if if only I could offer it good berry. It's in the name. It's good. It would have to like it. Uh, it's interesting. You're offering it all this food. It doesn't seem interested in any of it. It doesn't want f- uh, fruit, vegetable, or meat. I don't know how that makes you feel. Does it want metal? We don't have. I don't have any spare metal. Do you offer it? You have a dagger. Ugh. Then I have no weapons. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm. You know what? Yeah. I make the dagger more delicious using. Um, which one was it? Or you, you, uh, you can offer my great sword. I think. No, 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 no. What? I'm offering my dagger because this is my my little okay. aunt boy, or them, they them. <laughs> uh, I met first of all. I use my I think yeah prestidigitation to make it deli- even more delicious. This is the most delicious piece of metal they've ever had, and I give it to the ant, and I hopefully they take that back to the queen or something. I don't know. <laughs> Well, this is interesting. Uh, do you want to give it your dagger uh, and in exchange bump up that 18-year-old to uh, befriend it permanently? This can be your guy if you want because it snaps up your dagger greedily, crushes it in its mandibles, and it's, it devours it. It's, the dagger is gone. You have lost the dagger. Yeah, this is my baby. Um, it, it, it wiggles its antenna like very happily, very enthusiastically, and uh, begins like climbing up you, <laughs> which is sharp. Oh, oh, uh, oh, I love it. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, just like a big dog who thinks it's a small dog. It's just like trying to get on, on you. <laughs> oh. He's also made of oh, knives. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I love you so much. Oh. <laughs> um, if you choose to bond with this, Peter, I will give you additional information. Are we, are we, uh, we're bonding. Okay. A spiky boy who just wants love? Absolutely. All right. You you bond with this creature. Uh, there, there's a, a glow in your heart, and you feel a connection to this thing. Uh, and <laughs> on some level, you're like, I am also uh, a person out here who everyone sees as made of knives, but who just wants to just chill and vibe, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I had some weed for this little baby. Come on. Ow. Uh, but because you soul bond with it, you get a sense from it. You get some uh, c- context, which is that uh, the blade ants, or you can rename the species if you want, uh, because no one has named them yet. Uh, they did not create that pile of bodies down there. And in fact, they were trying to push the boulder to stop you because they thought you had created the bodies and were trying to keep you from killing them. Hmm. Oh, okay. They're called love bugs now. Oh, fuck, that's good. Uh, but yes, Juniper, you're on the ground being like, oh, fuck, we're dead. We're, we're going to die. They're going to chop us up. And Peter, you can just turn to the party and be like, hey, we have something else to worry about. It's not these guys. 
It's not the spiky boy. It's not the love bug. Oh, okay, okay. I just get to defer the horrible, terrifying death to later. Gets to be a mystery for a little longer. Oh, I love that. Yay. That's the best. Can I ask my little baby um, how to get out? Sure. Uh, because you have bonded with it, it can actually take you any number of places. Uh, it can take you up to the surface to to get to the gale where we were going. It can take you to uh, the love bug uh, colony here. Uh, it can take you out to the east where you need to go to continue the race. It can take you to uh, other racers who are also right now uh, running through these tunnels, uh, getting attacked and running and hiding and having their own adventures, falling in holes. Uh now the kind of yeah. the biome is your oyster now, Peter. Hey guys, do you guys want to meet the uh, love bug queen? Do you want to get out of here? What do y'all want to do? This little baby knows where to go. I don't think I've ever met a queen before. Oh yeah, we can meet some royalty. I know, I know that in theory we should be trying to get to the front of this race, but while you were asleep, I did make the compelling argument that gay. Yeah, no, I forgot about gay, yeah. Oh, okay, we're gonna... Can you take us to the gay? <laughs> take us to the gay. I asked the bug to... Yeah, can you take us to the gay, little bug? Uh, <laughs> yep. I don't know if he understands fully uh, what that means. Um, I think of a rainbow and a question mark, and <laughs> they understand. I was gonna say, I think all love bugs have one gender, which is sharp. Mm. That is kind of how they roll. I, I don't know if can, they understand the concept. We can be more specific than gay, probably. Well, doesn't that make them all gay, now that I've said that out loud? <laughs> yes, much like the Asari from Mass Effect. Yeah, they would understand gay better than anyone. <laughs> they actually are like, finally someone understands us. Happy Pride Month, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, the love bug uh, is going to tell you which tunnel to go down. Uh, it wasn't uh, the one that you were going to go down immediately, so that's that's good. You actually turn off down the one where the boulder came from, uh, and everyone can get back um, on scorpions. Continue. Wait, can we can we can we attach the like uh, the love bug to the like uh, uh, to scorpion two, and then like would that increase our speed? Wait, hold on. Do you want to dr- pull the cart? And I sense yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for checking in with yourself, Mari. <laughs> uh, all right. So before you get to the surface, is there anything anyone wants to say or do? Uh, Juniper, you've recovered enough. Uh, you you had a little moment there, but you're good now as far as uh, participating goes. Um, how do you all feel? I, I, since we're underground and in a cave, that's a great place to find drugs. And I would like to roll for drugs. Specifically fungus. 18. <laughs> what kind of drugs would you like to find, Peter? <laughs> okay. So this drug makes you think that everyone else with you doing the drug is high, but you're not getting high. And so, but you, <laughs> it makes you think that in order to fit in and be cool, you need to convince yourself or act like you're high. You know that you're not high. And then everybody else is doing the same thing. <laughs> so everybody on the drug is deliberately acting high and making bad choices. And like, because they need to pretend they're high in order to feel cool. So this drug makes you feel like a six-year-old with an apple, uh, with an apple juice in a wine glass. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> or um, like maybe an oregano that you gave your friend and said it was weed, and so now they're pretending it, they're high. So you actually, so you actually just find a spice. Like you just find a spice that grows in caves. But no, you're no, like, no. It literally it, it the, the drug makes you. It puts you in that state of being six years old and trying to pretend that the the grape juice you have <laughs> yeah, is making you exactly. drunk. Exactly. So the drug is that it convinces uh, you. Oh, okay. This is one that has a very different like internal external experience. So like mm. internally you're like I'm not high. Externally you're like hey Yeah. No, you're pretending. To be high because you want to it's, fit in. Mm-hmm. It's making you paranoid that everyone but you, everyone but you is high and you won't fit in unless you're high too. Yeah. So if everyone in a group takes it, or even if you just give it to one person, they feel the need to prove that they're cool by being high, and their and then their um, choices will be worse. Yeah. I hope you're keeping detailed notes on all these drugs you have found. Uh, and that, that never comes up until like the final boss fight when suddenly <laughs> you all get extremely fucked up on every drug you found the entire I, adventure. I, I simply want to say I think this might be the greatest piece of, of fantasy world building anyone's ever done this this drug. Mm. <laughs> no, this is a great nootropic. <laughs> I just thought like this would be great as weaponized or just as a silly time. Just somebody's like, yeah, you're high. No, I'm not. But I don't know. Thought it'd be fun. It reminds me of high school, the very first time you try weed, and you're like, "Am I high?" But everyone else is high. I, I'm gonna act high. But then sometimes it really is oregano, and someone's trying to play a trick on. <laughs> All right. So is that the last uh, we want to uh, establish anything before you get to the surface? Uh, this has went much faster than I thought. I was like, "Oh, we're gonna get a couple fights. They're not. I was gonna trick them. They're gonna think the ants are bad." Ha ha ha. Nope. You're all. <laughs> you're about to get to the surface. Uh, yeah, yeah. Carl's like, yeah. I, oh, I'm really feeling. I'm feel, time's moving really slow. Quickly, quickly. Is is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally going fast. It's yeah, totally. totally it's like so, fast. so quick and like, um, uh, yeah. That like my my uh um, uh, heart's moving, beating really slowly, and I um. <laughs> uh oh yeah it's, oh it's but like it's so good yeah i'm personally <laughs> freaking out i had too much i party too hard because i'm i just need so much to do it well yeah 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 because i'm like i'm already resisting because i i'm like so in on this actually Eli the eel is like uh uh this is doing nothing give me more <laughs> Bro, you you want to wait for it to kick in first. You have to wait for it to the first one to kick in before. Listen, you go- lad, I'll be fine. Give me more. <laughs> Everyone can understand Ely. <laughs> <laughs> Up ahead, you see a bright light at the end of the tunnel, and you can smell fresh air. Uh, you are out as you uh, and the scorpion. Uh, exit the tunnel, and you uh, are on the surface of this biome. Uh, you find yourself surrounded by all kinds of greenery, which is a, a great contrast to those dark tunnels you were just in. Uh, there's lush grass. There are a bunch of beautiful trees with colorful leaves, uh, a bunch of vibrant uh, colors. You see like blues, purples, pinks, uh, kind of <laughs> leaves you've never seen before. Uh, big, strong trees that look like they've been here for, you know, generations, even though they they were created that way. Um 
all around you, uh, you know, these colorful leaves swirl in a gentle breeze. It's very beautiful up here. I don't want to traumatize myself again, but I want to find out if these plants are more chill. Mm-hmm. Or less chill. I'm concerned about the fact that the plants could be more or less chill. Alright, you would like to speak to plants again using the Idrisil uh, shard? Yeah, f- uh, yeah, fuck it. Fuck it, let's do it. Constitution saving throw. Uh, how much worse could this get? I shouldn't ask that. <laughs> Eleven! Oh, yeah. So, Juniper, uh, the when the cart pulls up next to a tree, you uh, reach out your, your gardening glove with the shard in it and touch it. You close your eyes, and you see, uh, once again, uh, visions of blood and screaming, bone, violence, chopping. Does having exposed myself to them once before lessen the harm in any way? Is this like the electricity? Am I am I a bit more <laughs> resistant? <laughs> yeah, you do not take any damage or become incapacitated again. But it, it does, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to tell you how to think about stuff. Uh, your character can choose that. But uh, something that comes to mind is that, like, the ants seemed extremely dangerous. And they were, in fact, totally chill and safe. And these trees seem utterly beautiful and seem very dangerous. Um, and I don't know how that comes across to you, but there's something fucked up with the trees here. It's, 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 it's actually the plants and the roots that like this, the roots start, uh, the trees start up here on the surface and the roots go down through the tunnels. And at the bottom of a pit, you found these bodies. <sighs> Finally find a place with some plants where I have time to stop and chat to them. And they're maybe all evil. Maybe. Uh, and, and- uh. And you recoil, Juniper, from this tree as if, like, putting your had put your hand on a stove, and you're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, the trees made the fucking made the fucking murder traps. Is this like the fucking stumps that wanted to, you know, bathe in blood? Is this that? <laughs> okay, the cypress knees was just a joke we improv together. I wasn't foreshadowing this, which I did know was coming, but I do see now that it does feel connected. <laughs> This was coming always. The cypress knees was a fun little joke. Yeah, you, this isn't just one living mountain of, of very hungry, bloodthirsty trees. Is that tree hot? Oh, did you get burned? Um, the trees are not what they seem. I don't know what they are. There's something happening here. There's something up. Dio would like to go up and touch the tree. Oh! My favorite line from Twin Peaks, first of all. Uh, second of all, if you're not speaking with them, I don't think you get anything immediately. Are, are you uh, using a spell or rolling something, or are you just touching it? No, I'm just going up and touching them, yeah. You just put your hand on the tree, and it feels like a bark. It doesn't. Nothing happens to you, which is uh, interesting. Look, all I know is every time I try to talk to the trees, the trees tell me of the horrors of existence and death. And Maybe they're just depressed. That's all I've got. Since I'm up there touching the tree anyway, can I just insight? Uh, so, Dia, with a 16, you understand that uh, when Juniper communes with the trees, she sees these horrible things. You just touching them doesn't, which leads you to believe that what is going on with them is not a normal part of their treeness. It is some kind of uh, a level of magical s- something going on. Um, this mm. This biome was created by a god for 
people and what kind of people depends, right? Like the last biome would be great if, for example, you were made of lightning or ate lightning or something, but it'd be pretty bad if <laughs> you were weak to lightning. <laughs> so the question is, who was who this biome made for? Uh, what, ki- what kind of, uh, you know, sentient creatures? What kind of, uh, you know, elves, dwarves? There's a lot of people in D&D. Um, maybe that would shed light on it. Um, right now, you know that there are two kind of big features uh, there's tunnels mm-hmm. full of blade ants, and there is a surface with these beautiful trees. Um, I'm, with the 16, I'm not going to tell you exactly what they are made for. That was more of a 20 kind of range. But with the 16, I'm going to tell you the key to figuring out what's going on is figuring out who this was made for and wh- how that... The only instinctive answer I have is kobolds, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> kobolds. I have an idea. So the trees are out there, right? And their roots are all around, huh? As far as you know, the roots mm. go all the way down, down, down through the biome. You uh, remember when you went to enter the tunnel is when Juniper first touched a root. What kind of animal or pus, what kind of D&D species likes trees that are scared? I don't know. <laughs> also, to keep in mind that in addition to figuring out who this was made for, figuring out what the, the creator was a god of might play into it. Mm. Um, those those are concept. Each biome is kind of, uh, you the, know, I, is... The biome of unexpected, contradictory, scary things are nice and nice things are scary. I would like to cast Minor Illusion among the roots of, like, a little animal, a fleshy little animal. I just want to see if the roots eat it, try to eat it. Oh, Interesting. Hmm. So I'm going to cast Minor Illusion off, you know, deeper into the forest of, like, a little animal I won't describe because it's too cute. Um, and then everyone's going to be sad. Actually, you know, it's just a cube of meat. First of all, very funny. Second of all, I will say uh, it's important that this isn't a forest on the surface of the biome. It is uh, some sparse, beautiful trees. It's not like thick undergrowth, like that jungle you went to at the very beginning of the season. These is, It's almost like mm. a garden or, you know, like it's like a well-manicured kind of space. Um, and the last thing I want to say about Dio's insight before I uh, respond to this illusion is that in addition to who this was made for, what the creator was a god of, remember that somewhere there's a sarcophagus with something in it. Huh. And mm-hmm. that's what I'll, he said, winking. Uh, and now I will roll something. I'm not going to tell you what it is because you haven't, you don't have enough context yet to know why I would roll this. Is it like, is it like hive minds or something? All the trees are connected through their root system, which like is a known thing. Like forests are kind of one big organism, and then we got ants who are like mm. a one big mind together. It's right? for fungus. Yeah. Ants f- farm fungus. Really? Ants farm fungus for food. That's some. Sick. Some Me of too. them do. Not all of them. Yes, you too. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, it's for fungus, right? Fungus people. I rolled an eleven. So uh, what happens is this cube of meat illusion you make, Peter, kind of, uh, you know, squishes. What's the word I'm even looking for? Like squishes uh, by the some of the... Squelches. Yeah, squelches by some of the trees here. And you see uh, it's one of the tree's roots kind of very slowly... Uh, you know how like Venus flytraps move? Mm-hmm. It's just like a very... Mm. There is a response, like it's going to grasp the illusion, but it's not It's not moving with like a predator speed uh, when the... the the root moves through the illusion because it's not physical. Uh, the roots just kind of stop and settle back down and don't no longer move. 
and you hear a voice behind you say, oh, sick, you got meat? Can I have some? Oh, sorry, it was like fake meat. I'm really sorry. Also, hi. Is, is, is that Gail? You turn around and you see a harpy <laughs> with wearing some goggles, uh, just a big grin on her face. Uh, she's like a wearing... Um, she looks like probably like greasy because she's been working with a weather machine. Probably got a big wrench and she just has, uh, you know, a toothy smile because she's a harpy. You know, they just like eat flesh and stuff. If you've seen the D&D monster manuals, they're always like carrying a skull and looking fucked up. Awesome. Uh, but she, she's like happy to see you, Juniper. And I think uh, she almost like goes forward to hug you and then like, you know, there's a bunch of people. And so she does it and just kind of waves and it's just like. Juniper looks over. Juniper looks over and just says. Trees up here have been writing some fucked up horror stories. I saw a spark against the dark And we erupt, but it's a slow burn We take our chance and start to dance Can see enough to know to turn around The sound of a bonfire carries over fences Titillates our senses, but we don't need the heat A chill wind is pushing you into me and it's looking like we might be burning might be burning might be burning down but we're a bonfire we keep putting in we keep putting in oh we're a bonfire i keep putting in you keep putting in i take your hand but you demand a different love